In this presentation, we will discuss business use of your home deduction with relation to a sole proprietorship generally reporting on a Schedule C. This information can be found in Publication 334. To deduct expenses related to part of your home used for business, you must meet specific requirements. Even then, your deduction may be limited. So when we're considering the business use of the home, note that we're talking about typically a Schedule C business. We have our Schedule C business, and now we're saying, hey, we use part of our home for the Schedule C business. And we're considering the things that would be expenses or deductions for the relation to our home. They have to be ordinary and necessary. The types of things we might consider are things like utility and possibly if we rent the home, possibly the rent on the home. If we don't rent the home, then we ha may have payments with mortgage payments, which includes interest, property taxes, and uh, we could have other charges in terms of repairs and whatnot on the home as well. These are items what we might consider to be deductible. When we consider the form where it will fall, It'll typically be down here on line 30. Line 30 will be under all the other deductions because it's limited. There's some limitations. The main limitation being that this deduction can't go below, uh, take the net income to a negative amount typically. Also note there's going to be two ways that we can format this or calculate this. We have a simplified method and then we've got the actual cost method. So we won't go into a lot of detail here for the example problem because it is a large topic, but we will give an example of uh, this information as we go forward back to the text. To qualify to claim expenses for business use of your home, you must meet the following tests. Your use of business part of your home must be exclusive. However, there are exceptions. You could look at the exceptions later but typically we're looking for exclusive use of the home. So if we're talking about a, like a home office or something like that, the home office isn't an office that would be an office part-time and then be used for personal use at a different time. Typically the part that's uh, the home office that's gonna be for business use needs to be exclusively for business in order to qualify. B, regular, C, for your business, and two, the business part of your home must be one of the following. Your principal place of business, defined later. So it's going to be your principal place of business, your main place of business. We'll define that later as well. B, a place where you meet or deal with patients, clients, or customers in the normal course of your business. So if it's like your meeting place, if your type of business is, say, some type of service business like a doctor or something like that, and you meet clients regularly in that space or c a separate structure not attached to your home you use in connection with your business so we're thinking about it's on our property then our property that we have possibly but it's not attached to the home that we typically would live in something that would be separate from the home a separate structure to the home so now we'll talk about exclusive use that's one of the tests that generally we should meet to uh, we need to meet in most cases there are exceptions for uh, to take the deduction. So what does it mean for exclusive use? To qualify under the exclusive use test, you must use a specific area of your home only for your trade or business. The area used for business can be a room or other separately identified space. So we have to use something exclusively for the business. Now you would think that that would include just a room, meaning that the room that you have has to be uh, just for business. But it also says here it's 
other separately identifiable space. And that doesn't indicate that it has to be a room or a separate room in the home. We can have some identified space that is solely for the business use. The space does not need to be marked off by a permanent partition. So in other words, it doesn't have to be a wall in the structure of the home to designate a specific space that is used for business. If we mark out a space that is our home office and it's not taking up the entire room, but we have a designated space that we do just for business in that space, then that could possibly qualify for the exclusive use test. You do not meet the requirements of the exclusive use test if you use the area in question both for business and per personal purposes. So if we're talking about like the living room where we do work on the kitchen table and whatnot and watch TV and that's the same area that we uh, have for our personal use, then that area is used for both business and personal, typically wouldn't qualify then for the exclusive use test. Example, you are an attorney and use a DIN in your home to write legal briefs and prepare clients' tax returns. Your family also uses the DIN for recreation. The DIN is not used exclusively for your profession, so you cannot claim a business deduction for it. So in that case, the entire DIN is used for the work of the attorney, but it's also used for recreational purposes, and therefore it doesn't meet the exclusive use test. Exceptions to exclusive use. You do not have to meet the exclusive use test to the extent you use part of your home in either of the following ways. One, for the storage of inventory or product samples. So when we're considering the storage use, then we may have an exception to the exclusive use test. And two, a daycare facility. So if, you're, if you have a daycare facility, then you have some more specific rules or some different type of rules related to the regulations or the claiming of this deduction for a daycare facility. For an explanation of these exceptions, you can see publication 587. So if these apply to you, go to the IRS website, irs.gov, type in publication or PUB 587, business use of your home, including use by daycare providers. Regular use. What does the term regular use mean? To qualify under the regular use test, you must use a specific area of your home for business on a continuing basis. You do not meet the test if your business use of the area is only occasional or incidental, even if you do not use that area for any other purpose. Principal place of business. What does it mean to be the principal place of business? You can have more than one business location, including your home, for a single trade or business. So, of course, it's possible for us to have a business and be doing business in multiple different locations, one of those locations being our home. Back to the text. To qualify to deduct the expenses for the business use of your home under the principal place of business test, your home must be your principal place of business for that business. So, we have to have the principal place of business be the home, even though we can work in other locations. What does it mean? How do we qualify for that principal place of business? Back to the text. To determine your principal place of business, you must consider all the facts and circumstances. So note the principal place of business isn't going to be something that's going to be cut and dry for every type of business because every type of business is, is different. So we have to consider the circumstances of that particular business to consider whether or not we can have the home as the principal place of business. Back to the text. Your home office will qualify as your principal place of business for deducting expenses for its use if you meet the following requirements. You use it exclusively and regularly for administrative or management activities of your business. So we have the ad administrative and management type of activities. 
Note that the code is focusing on these areas, administrative and management type of activities, in order to qualify for the test for the principal place of business. And this is probably good for most small businesses because if you have an office in the home, you probably do the administrative and management type of activities, the planning of the business and the operating of the business, the logistics type things of the business from that home office. Back to the text. You have no other fixed location where you conduct substantial administrative or management activities of your business. Note that we have a key term of substantial, so that means that we could have another place where we do some administrative or management type activities, but the principal place should be our home in order to qualify. Also note that it doesn't mean that we can't have another place where we could do work. And you might get this mixed up from the qualifications for a home office that was there in prior years if we were an employee. There's different type of regulations if we were trying to qualify for a home office as an employee, a W-2 employee. Here we're considering the home office with regards to our business, our Schedule C business. So in that instance, even if we have another place where we could do administrative work, then it's our decision whether or not we want to work in that place or whether we want to make our administrative place our home office. It depends on what, where we really spend our time not where the option is whereas uh, under the old rules if we were uh, or under different rules if we were an employee then the consideration is in the employment the part of employment meaning it for the convenience of the job and so we don't have that significance here because obviously we it's our business and so when we're considering where we're going to do our administrative work we're considering our convenience for our business work alternatively if you use your home exclusively and regularly for your business, but your home office does not qualify as your principal place of business based on the previous rules, you determine your principal place of business based on the following factors. The relative importance of the activities performed at each location. If the relative importance factor does not determine your principal place of business, you also can consider the time spent in each location. So notice we have where's the administrative work done and the administrative work when we consider this test, notice what it's not doing. It's not saying where do you spend the most time. It's focusing on when, where's the administrative and management work. If we go to these tests, then we're talking about the relevant importance of the activities performed. So you're going to consider where's my most important work done. And then we go to the next test here of the time test. Where do you spend the most time? If after considering your business locations, your home cannot be identified as your principal place of business, you, can de you cannot deduct home office expenses. However, uh, other ways to qualify to deduct home office expenses see publication 587. So if you don't qualify under these regulations, these are kind of like the standard where most people would qualify for most types of industries. But again, if you have something like inventory or if you're in a situation where you have a daycare facility, uh, or possibly other types of situations. If you don't qualify here, then you could take a look at publication 587. Go to the IRS website, irs.gov, type in pub or publication 587, and just see uh, if you qualify in any other format to take the business use of the home deduction. Deduction limit. If your gross income from the business use of your home equals or exceeds your total business expenses, excluding depreciation, you can deduct all your business expenses related to the use of your home. If your gross income from the business use is less than your total expenses, your deduction for certain expenses for the business use of your home is limited. 
So note, as we consider here, this deduction is going to be down here on line 30. One of the reasons that's the case is because if this number goes down below zero, then we're, we're going to be limited to the amount of deduction. In other words, the home office can't generally take us into a negative number. It's possible for the Schedule C to have negative number, meaning we have a net loss. And that loss would then flow over to the Schedule C and possibly be taken against other income. And the IRS, of course, is very skeptical of losses because of that. They, they're skeptical of having losses because that could uh, people could take advantage of losses and take the deduction against other income. So one of the ways they restrict that is with this particular type of deduction, the business use of the home can't generally take us into a loss on the Schedule C, which we can then use to uh, deduct on for other types of income. Back to the text. Your deduction of otherwise non-deductible expenses, such as insurance, utilities, and depreciation, with uh, depreciation taken last, allocable to the business, is limited to the gross income, the business use of your home, minus the sum of the following. The business part of expenses you could deduct even if you did not use your home for business, such as mortgage interest, real estate taxes, and casualty and theft losses that are allowable as itemized deductions on Schedule A. So as you consider these uh, deductions, it gets a little bit complex. We'll look at an example of it, a short example, but we'll give an example of it. And if you own the home, part of the things you can deduct is going to be the mortgage interest and the property taxes. But note that you may be able to deduct them if you're itemizing already on the Schedule A. So we may have to break those two out. The interest would be on the Schedule A if you're able to itemize. Same with the taxes on the Schedule A, which is going to be the itemized deductions. So if you're using the business use of the home, you may be breaking out those itemized deductions as well. And uh, that can get a little bit tricky because we have to apply them out to uh, the business use of the home and to the itemized deductions as is appropriate for circumstances. So just be aware of that. Number two, the business expenses that relate to the business activity in the home, for example, business phone, supplies, depreciation on equipment, but not to the use of the home itself. Do not include two above your depreciation for one half of your self-employment tax. Use form 8829, expenses for the business use of your home, to figure your deduction. So here's the form 8829, uh, expenses for business use of the home. So we have part one where we basically will figure out the percentage up top and then we'll allocate the uh, direct expenses and the indirect expenses. And we'll give an example of this and talk a bit more about that. Also note that if you go to the Schedule C, there's also a simplified method that you can use as well. So the simplified method uh, should be a little bit easier and that would be reported here on line 30. So so as as we fill out the form, line 30 will we'll apply either method we use. We'll pull over to line 30, but the instructions here will also give us some instructions for the simplified method in these in this area without the form 8829 if we use the simple method. Simplified method. The IRS provides a simplified method to determine your expenses for business use of your home. The simplified method is an alternative to calculating and uh, substantiating actual expenses. In most cases, you will figure your deduction by multiplying $5 by the area of your home used for a qualified business use. The area, the area you used to figure your deduction is limited to 300 square feet. 
For more information, see the instructions for Schedule C. More information for more information on deducting expenses for business use of your home, you can see publication 587.